is the kingdom way and this is apostle baker j baker who happens to be a doctor in psychology and i am so excited on this fourth of july day i have my brother with me i have apostle calvin cook and this is our 10th week people keep asking i mean some of you that are watching the program when are you gonna let him go when are you gonna let him go when you get what it is that he's teaching and when you start to walk in it so he is here we are doing this program i really believe that god had this the the uh tell it like it is the kingdom way with him in mind and without any further ado i want to uh acknowledge my brother apostle calvin hey uh, uh dr baker apostle who's a doctor <laughs> Uh, bless your heart on this 4th of July. This is the day the Lord has uh, made for us. Uh, this is our independence, it, it, you know, and it works spiritually as well. Not only was our country in a, what they call us, uh, uh, two wars, uh, you know, when we came from England, but then after that war was over, we had a civil war and the same thing happens when we got saved, we were externally bound and then because we were internally bound as well, we have a civil war. Our soul is trying to usurp the authority of the spirit of God. And so there's a war going on even. So today we are celebrating America's independence, but the church has not gotten theirs yet. And that's my burden. We are not free indeed. Who the son has set free is not operating and freedom we've chosen to operate in religion and denominations and uh we've de we've de we've determined to be separated but today i want to talk about we talk so much about the pieces of furniture that lead us somewhere and that place that it's leading us to is into the relationship with god and so that until we have that and that's our final quest and he's enough then we won't, the work that he's doing will not have a fulfillment in us. Because remember, he's always working in us, not outside, even though he may allow circumstances from the outside to make you pay attention to what he's doing on the inside. This is an inside job and he's working in us. He's eternally committed to the body of Christ to make us look like Jesus. He is actually working and some of the pain and Disappointment isn't because we're in sin, it's because we don't look like uh, what he was sent for us to look like. And so he's determined to press us into the image of the Son of God. And I want to talk to you about the realm of the church. And what I mean by that, as we go in further into the tabernacle, the church is not just there to, to have the church. The church is, you know, because you got the outer court, which represents the law. You have the holy place, which represents Pentecost or the church age, the urge of the law, the age of the law, the age of the church, and then the age of the kingdom, merging kingdom. So the purpose of the church is not just to have church and bless me meetings and chandeliers and crowded. The church is preparation for the kingdom dwelling place and overshadowing of God. Now, we got to get this straight. Because what we're doing now, we're playing around as though we come to the fullness of God because we got a big, beautiful church. Or, and that's not even what I want to talk about. That has nothing to do with it. But the church is not the final place. 
the, the whole purpose of the Holy Spirit was to bring us into the overshadowing of Holy Spirit because that's where we get changed. Uh, he gives us examples. Mary being overshadowed could not produce a son without the overshadowing of the Spirit of God. And so the church can't produce sonship unless, unless the people of God have an abiding and overshadowing relationship with the Son of God or with the Father in Shekinah glory. Now, we don't want to say that because if I had a picture of the tabernacle, you would see over the tabernacle was a cloud, which is called Shekinah glory. They were not interested in getting a crowd to come into the church. They were more interested on what covered the church. In other words, the glory of God or the Shekinah glory, no one worked for a crowd. No one did flyers to draw a crowd. That's not even heard of in the kingdom of God. We don't use uh, marketing. Uh, the Spirit of God doesn't need us to do that. He'll draw when we come into his purpose. He'll. No one can come to the Father except they be drawn. So if you're doing a father work or you're doing a work, you don't have to do anything except do the work according to the pattern. And the Shekinah glory follows pattern. It follows what uh, Holy Spirit's been sent to do. He will cover that. He proved it for 40 years over the people of Israel. They didn't do anything to deserve the covering, but, but he did tell them this. If you do all that I command you this day, then I will. If you do this, he said, I will. Now he's telling us, if you will abide, then you can partake of my life. I'll give you my life, but you have, must abide under the shadow. And so the church has not been taught because we're still calling on prayer lines. You can tell how immature we are. Don't get mad at me. And we have, we have, we have pushed these prayer lines like dope dealers because the pastors don't have the time. The leaders don't have the time to teach the people that they don't need to have a prayer line. They already got a line of prayer and it's the Holy Spirit who's your prayer line. And but we're, the people are so immature. They don't get mad at me. I don't get mad at me. I say, because once you get mad at me, you stop listening. Remember, do not get mad at him. Do not get angry because if you hang in there, you'll get something. Yeah, because I got to show you where we've been doing is counterproductive because God never wanted us to make the people limp and couldn't do nothing unless we did it for them. He invited everyone into the abiding relationship so that they could produce a son of God in their lives. Come on, because you have the seed of the son, you're born of, of that. So the, the purpose of God in the church was to bring you into Pentecost to light your way into him so that you can live and move and have your being in your creator so he could bring forth in you his son. Now, I'm going to show it to you this way. Uh, we call it the realm of the church, but what it is is, uh, uh, let me get this here. Uh, uh, matter of fact, I don't even want to do that. I, I just want to, let me just talk to you about the ark. Uh, coming into that holy place, some of the, 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 the dynamics are supposed to take place there. Uh, uh, the Ark of the Covenant is really interesting. It's the seventh piece of furniture. In other words, it's the end of the journey into maturity. 
It doesn't happen in the church, body Christ. You're not going to get it in the church. You have to get it in him. All, everything you're going to get is going to take place in him. That's going to have any value for kingdom journey. For your kingdom journey, you must stop sucking off men. Get off the breast of men and women. Wean yourself from the breast and from the milk. Stop being so needy. Stop always having to have to, somebody to call you. When are you going to be strong enough to call somebody? When will this whole thing stop being about you? When will it be about him? Well, I'm not mad at you, but I want to show you that if you come into this relationship that these other pieces of furniture are only inviting you into, because each one of those pieces of furniture are different characteristics of his nature. And you're going to have to have those characteristics to be able to abide. If you skip any steps, you will not be strong enough to abide. You'll go in and out and in and out and up and down and yo-yo because you didn't understand that you must abide under the shadow of these almighty, the wings of the almighty, which is in the Ark of the Covenant. Now, the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant is the head, and so it is in God's order. When we finally get back to the ark, what the ark depicts, what is done in us, the things must be done in us, uh, this will be called the new creation man coming forth. See, we're looking, we think we're a new creation now because we got a car, nice home, I got some nice clothes and stuff, but that's not the new man. I, I had those things when I was selling drugs. Uh, look here, I was driving the car long as my house when I was selling drugs. But that wasn't a new man. That was an old fallen thing. And we cannot compare our journey because we got some stuff from this world. But do you have the abiding life of God that 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 feeds you when you rise in the morning? What energizes you? Listen to me. Uh, there are times I get up and the pain is so intense. And my wife says to me sometimes, how do you get up and do what you do? I know what you, I know what's going on with you. I said, because I got the life of God abiding in me. And if I didn't have his life, you wouldn't see me today. You're not hearing what I'm saying. If I, if I had, if I, if I thought it was just a house or a car or a ring or a bobble, or a building that I'm that I'm that I'm living my life for, then that would be nothing for me. I wouldn't want that. I'm living for him. I, I'm live and I'm I'm learning and I'm learning and I'm getting more in tune with his life. That's and his it. life is tuning me like taking my car to the garage when it's not running right. I go every day and I abide under the shadow of yes. God so that at the end of the day, I will be what all that abiding in him will bring forth in this. Remember, we're not supposed to be natural all the days of our life. We're he came to give us immortality. What do you think immortality is going to look like? It doesn't look like what we're living now. It's going to look like what it looks like when we become like him in the abiding relationship that we have with him. 
We must abide. We can't keep playing with the gifts of the spirit. We can't keep playing church. We can't keep playing who can prophesy and who can't. But what we've got to learn how to do is quit sucking off human beings and get in there and abide under the shadow of Almighty God. Quit blaming people for your failure and your lack of, and, and, uh, come on, quit blaming yes. because you don't have the, the wear unto to be persevering and, and, and to endure and to overcome and to be faithful and loyal to the things of God. Quit blaming people because you got an attitude and, and that, that attitude is taking you out of the body of Christ, taking you out of the flow of the life of God. Because the life of God only, uh, listen to me, the whole reason we have the gifts is to drive you into the presence of God. That's right. That's right. It's not for a carnival show and print up cards and have prophecy meetings. That's not what this is about. This is about the people being changed into the likeness of God. And along the way, we prophesy. And along the way, the gifts are manifest. And along the way, we sooner or later, the gifts will fail. Terms will fail. Prophecy will fail. But then the glory of God will be revealed. See, it was the glory of God that came upon the tabernacle when everything was where it was supposed to be. And they were not able to enter in nor minister because of the glory of God. See, it's not the gifts of God. It's not the titles of God. It's the glory of God that we, the reason is that we need to abide in him and move in him and have our being in him. Now, we impress each other with our talk of our, our giftings. But that's not what's going to change the world. It's going, the changing the world is, the end. listen to me. Adam lost the image of God, and as a re direct result of that, he lost dominion. Without the image of God, without the abiding under the shadow, without the transformation of God, without the reformation of the church, there'll be no dominion. You may have money. You may have a jet. You may have it right in front of your house. You may have a runway in your driveway, but you won't have dominion. You'll just that's have true. money, and the money doesn't give you dominion. Come on, are you hearing what I'm that's telling right. you? That's that right. stuff does not equate out to dominion. Dominion is when you look like the creator of the universe, who is Jesus Christ. Nothing was created that was not created by him and for him. He's in everything he created, and by him, everything subsists until that image comes in your and you become a reflection of that, you don't have dominion. You just got some stuff. You just got some, you just own some stuff. But until you come back to the image of God, we're wasting our time. And that image is only gotten when you, when you, when you're so, there's times I just say that to myself, okay, I don't want nothing from you. I want you. That's all, because these things that I have, they don't bring transformation because I'm going to tell you something. You better hear me. I got money to last me a lifetime. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I tell you how much money I have, but I'm, I, I don't need any money. Listen to me. I'll tell you something, but I'm poor inside. Oh God, I'm poor. If I don't have Jesus, if I don't, if I don't do this right, I'm poor. I'm poor. I'm poor. And, and, and we got, let me move on. I'm about to get old. And so we want to bring forth the new creation, man. Amen. And that takes place in the Holy of Holies. That's why we're going there. We, we're, we're abiding 
under the shadow of the almighty God. It's the realm of the church. Uh, it's, it's the place. Uh, uh, there are a lot of women that were barren in the scriptures until there was an abiding. Let me give you an example. The scripture shows that every woman who was used of God to bring forth deliverance to Israel was barren. Sarah, the wife of Abraham, was barren, was one of the foremost. She brought forth Isaac, the son of promise. Hannah, the mother of Samuel, was also barren. And she prayed and God opened her womb uh, to bring a man who never failed God and who saved Israel in his day. Manoah, the wife was another example who was a mother of Samson, the greatest one-man army that never lost the battle when God anointed God. And the greatest of all these barren women was, is the woman who is the church. We are barren for a reason. Oh, God, we are barren because God wants you to stop being busy, stop being important, stop being an anointed, and come in and abide so you can bear his son in your life and give witness of an accurate presentation of the life of God that only comes from bearing uh, uh, under the shadow of, of Almighty God with your dried out self that God can give you life in your spiritual womb. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Because I don't want to play with, with this thing. I'm not going to play with this thing in my life. We don't I'm have time. Do don't I'd rather die. Ah! I'd rather die than live a fake, a fraud, and a phony life pretending that I got something that I don't have. My God. You remember that fig tree? Jesus went to go get something from it. He lifted up the leaves. And he didn't find nothing. They said, I curse you. You will not bear nothing from this day. Why? Because Israel was pretending to have God. And they didn't have God. And they didn't have his image. But yet they were pouncing around like peacocks, so proud of what they'd accomplished when they didn't have nothing that heaven was looking for in the earth. And the same thing happens with us today. We think God wants us to show our stuff. So we put our rings out there and our stuff out there. God ain't looking for that. God's looking for the son of God to manifest in the lives of his people. Do I like nice things? I just happen to, I, I ain't scared. I like to, I, yeah, I like, I, shucks. But they don't have me. Of course you do. Of course you do. That's a part of his image in you. But you're not seeking after things. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You ain't believing. You're not wasting your time to believe God for things and oh, stuff. Oh, Lord, no. I'm, I'm believing God for his life. Because the only thing that's going to change anything in my life, in my family, in my grandchildren, in my neighbors, is his life. It's his life. So I got to go after his life, and that life is found in the Holy of Holies, <laughs> in the secret place where the mysteries of God are revealed. Amen. And they got this thing where if you want something for God, just call him up and tell him. Then we wrote a song, call him up, call him up. And, and body of Christ, that song and and, and uh, this little light of mine are two of the songs I can't stand. Don't be singing no little light of mine around. I can't me. either. Ain't no little light. You have the light of the world. How could that be a little light? You got to, you you the light of the world. Oh, you know, another thing. Another thing is is that it, it's time for apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to quit acting like they got it. 
because what they're doing, it, it's, it's as it was in the book of Jude. It talks about a, a, a cloud with no, with, 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 with no, with no yeah. rain in it. No raining in it, nothing in it. Appearing and to it, have something like that. Yes. Tree, but when Jesus went expect it, inspected the tree, it could it did it didn't bear fruit. And that's the only reason why it was a tree. And the only reason why we're trees planted by the water is to bear fruit. And if God examines us and we're pretending all this time, all our salvation to have his life, which is his fruit of his nature, and we were barren because we didn't abide. That's why I said many will come to me in that day because you can do gifts without having his nature. Listen to me. Disciples raised the dead, raised leopards, healed the sick just in the name of Jesus. Then he said, go wait until you get in dude with power from on high. Well, how they raised the dead, healed the sick with his name, the authority of his name. But they couldn't live a life without being in dude with power from on high. And that's what the world's looking for. They ain't looking for the gifts of the spirit no more. They've got them, they've seen them, and they still don't want to serve God. But I know one thing, when they see the nature of God manifested in a son, it'll lift the burden of creation. Come on. That's what he said. The, the sons of God manifesting will have a, 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 a reaction to the groaning of creation. We can answer the groan of creation if we manifest the life of the son that can only be manifested. Uh, what am I saying? I know I'm excited. Slow down. Slow your roll. You don't have to be everything for everybody. You don't have to have. You don't have to be busy. You have to be purposeful. You don't have to do all these things. But you, but the the call on your life. It's Romans 8, 29. It's been preordained and predestined that you be conformed into an image because Adam fell from image. He fell from dominion. He didn't fall from denomination. He didn't fall from religion. He didn't fall from the church. He fell from relationship with his father, which disabled him to live in domain. And, and, and what do I mean? He couldn't live in a spiritual place as a carnal man. So God put him out because many of you, many of us are trying to live for God out of our carnal mind, our carnal reasoning. Well, if God really know what I wanted. No, God's not interested in what you wanted. He created you out of his completed plan. You were foreordained for work in him created in Christ Jesus before foundation of the earth. So you ought to be seeking God in the secret place. Oh God, I'm here for you. What is it that you desire, oh God? Instead of saying, Lord, I, I got this thing in my heart and I want you to bless this. No, Lord, show me where you're blessing. Let me put my hand where your hand already is. Let me put my mind, let, matter of fact, get rid of my mind and let this mind be in me as I am endeavor to do your will. You see what I'm saying? The older I get, I'm getting ready to celebrate a birthday shortly here. The more I realize that a lot of things I've done wasted God's time. So you didn't hear what I said. You can waste God's time uh, trying to get him to do something for you rather than something in you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Sometimes we waste this time trying to do something for God rather than from God. Because remember, we live in him. So everything we do is from him, from him, 
From him we live. From him we minister. From him we pray. From him, because he's our house. We are his house and we live in him. So everything we do is not for him anymore. It's from him now. That's right. So we live in from him and we live in from his righteousness. We live in from him and we live in from, not no longer for, because the work's been done. He said it's finished. Now, since he finished the work, now we have a right to live from a work that's been finished. Here's our problem because we haven't been abiding and understanding the, the abiding life of God. We have not given a model of his life, but we've given a model of black, white, woman's rights, woman's ministry, men's ministry. We're still divided in the house. And in the kingdom of God, there's not all those houses divided no, like that. No, it's not. That doesn't exist. They don't have four or five chambers in heaven with different people in them. Divided by their sex or their gender, because there is no gender. There in is no gender, none. And that's and why we, he said we're supposed to. That's why I know we don't understand the spirit because we're still gender concerned. Well, we got to have something for the women, and, and I'm not against that. Please, don't, but I'm not motivated by that. I do see the need. Yeah, I just announced uh, Sunday that we're going to have uh, uh, we're, all the men in the church going to take all the young men in the church and spend all day with them, praying with them and speaking destiny into their lives and letting them know those especially don't have a daddy. We're going to become their daddies. We're going to do I see the need of that. But I ain't starting no men's ministry. I just cut that thing loose. I'm not going back to dividing the house of God. Because I have because I don't have a kingdom understanding that there's no division in the house of God whatsoever. And I'm not against women's ministry. Please hear what I'm saying to you. But I'm not motivated by saying, okay, this is my woman's ministry leader. I don't have to do that. I have strong women who can lead. Well, I'm against women's ministry. Well, I, I, I'm I'm against the reason why we have it. That's it. it. That's that's so, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Anything, but but Satan. The, 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 we forget sometimes what he said. He said, "In the kingdom, there is neither male, female, oh, we forget. Uh, Hebrew slave, um, oh. <laughs> none. There's there's none of those things in the kingdom, but well, yet." We, as apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Now watch this. We double talk because we say there is no male, female, and yet we start male and female ministry. Yes. And we and say we're in the kingdom. Now, that's not true. That's right. We either are that's or we are. That's operating in Christianity. Yourself no prophetess. There's no such thing no! as a prophetess. <laughs> You're a prophet. That's there it. is no gender in the spiritual giftings of God. They're not assigned to sexual orientation. No. They're not binary. No. You know no. what I'm saying? They're, they're none of that. None but of that. They, and yet I hear the people of God who say they're they're in the word. Oh, we got a woman. Wait, wait, wait a minute. There is no women ministry in the kingdom. You're still in religion. You still think from that old mindset of men being can't get along we have to have our own little platform because we can't talk to our husbands why not you have the spirit of god you have the mind of why can't we communicate with the women we married why can't we communicate it with the husbands that why can't we do that why are we so disabled to the fact that we have to divide again oh my god our time ran out our t- <laughs> we're gonna start with on our next program uh, you, people are asking, even Apostle Cal asked, why am I on this program so long? Because 
This is uh, tell it like it is the kingdom way and the kingdom of God is going to be released is being released in you. And because you need it, we need this. And so we're going to have to go right now, but we will be back next week. Then the tell it like it is the kingdom way with apostle Calvin Cook and his older sister. I'm loving it. Bye-bye. A much older sister. <laughs>